Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Soap Dish Salem Style. And this week we have the full crew with us. I am your host, Tony Ann. And with me, I've got Michael, Nick, Ari, and Dylan. Say hello, everybody. Hey, y'all. Hi. Hi, y'all. Also known as Mick James. <laughs> All righty then. Okay, I'm just going to leave that over there. Let you have that. Hey, you look, the- I, you look at I edited out the bitch. <laughs> Well, I mean, you could have said it because Lord knows we've said worse on this podcast. Nick. <laughs> Not that you. <laughs> Not you blaming me for that. And you already warned us that you were going to be filthy this episode, so we should be in for quite a I ride. I got my singles right here like I'm going down to the paint, child. We, <laughs> we getting filthy for this one, y'all. I couldn't help myself. So that's a little something to tease you about for later. But first things first, let us jump into a pretty quick news segment. Uh, Ken Corday finally spoke about the Peacock move. What did everybody think about the interview in Soap Opera Digest? Well, he Dylan finally Ma- vacation, child. It confirms what I already knew, that this was planned. Yep. Just, they just didn't have a date. Yeah, um, it just accelerated the timeline, which... To me, that basically says Beyond Salem 2 did spectacular numbers behind that paywall. And Peacock said, you know what? Fuck waiting. Let's do this now. To be fair, I think they should have gave us until the end of the year. But that's just me, personally. I think Um, they did it in September because that's technically when their new season starts. Ah, okay. Now, see, now it makes a lot more sense now. Okay, yeah, because well, my... it, it's starting with season 58. So season 58 was going to start September 12th, whether it was on NBC or Peacock. So that's why they picked that for the start date. Okay. Well, there goes my one complaint. Dylan, <laughs> <laughs> what'd you think? Let's move on. <laughs> I mean, I, it didn't really, like, he didn't really say anything that I found, like, new or whatever so yeah yeah it, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was it just made like, very okay. much the theory that me and dylan had was very much proven right and that's it yeah and he yeah. and the, the couple pieces of interest for me were that um he said come like february we might start seeing longer episodes with stronger content because they don't necessarily have to follow broadcast guidelines Should so be. i'll be very curious to see what that looks like. The final longer. Well, they don't have to have if we get an hour long episodes. I'm gonna be real with you. I'm probably not gonna watch it for a full hour. <laughs> it's probably gonna be about as long as Beyond Salem, which was like 45 minutes. Okay, I can live with that. I, hell, I'd be fine for my life just to get to P Valley for that full hour. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably gonna like instead of a lot of stuff ending up on the cutting room floor, we'll probably see. Yeah, like that. So I, I the d- episode exactly, which yay because they cut all the wrong stuff. Yeah, if it helps with editing issues, I'm good with that. I can. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Like that. That's what makes me so happy because he even said like, if you pay the 4.99, there's only four ad breaks on the paid premium tier, and even those ad breaks consist of like 15 second ad spots. So you don't have to have as much room for commercials. Now they can't go too far over the line because they are still gonna be airing internationally. So Canada is still gonna air it on global. So they still have to make room for commercials there, but they can kind of have a little bit more freedom, which is nice. Ariet, what'd you think? He didn't say that much that 
I'm with Dylan on this one. I think you said like it, there's nothing new in there. What I got caught up on is that he's basically aware of how it's affecting like fans internationally, but they're not doing anything to gain new like gain. That's yeah, that's above Ron, but he's aware of it. You mean Ken? I'm sorry, I meant Ken. Yes. It's above Ken, but he's still aware of it. And like I've said before, they'd gain so many subscribers if they made it available for fans. And I'm talking, yeah, it's airing internationally. Like it's gonna not gonna affect international markets. But he said 20%. Like that's not a lot. Yeah, they need to expand their um their markets if they can but again i think that's more on sony than on him yeah like still sony has to distribute it more and nbc has to get peacock available internationally and make sure that's what i want they should make it available for everyone internationally they could gain so many new fans or subscribers like it could add so much to like the show thriving like i said before but yeah that's the only thing i got got caught up on it would be interesting as kind of a way to test it if they would stop geo-blocking their youtube content Mm -hmm. and just kind of see exactly where their fan base is worldwide and if they see they have a big um market in a certain area that they're not currently airing in they can maybe find ways to kind of get the content over there because think about the, about the fans who do not get days in their country who cannot access days on peacock what are they gonna do they've been watching live through live streams for example but what are the, what are they gonna do now that days is stopping like it's not airing on tv what are they gonna do when they cannot access Peacock and it's not airing in their country or like live stream on their like any site for them? What are they gonna do? That's what I'm saying. Like they should make Peacock should like consider this because a lot of fans will be like left out in the cold. And hope hopefully now I had heard that Peacock was possibly gonna start expanding internationally soon. Hopefully they do that. And hopefully if they do that, Days will be one of the titles that's made available. Cause I know not everything, I know not everything is made available in all countries, even if the streamer's there. So it's just a matter of making sure that Days is available to yeah. the international customers. I mean, there's some countries. I think I read like Spain and a few other countries, Austria. I don't remember exactly, but there is a few but not that many that can access it. It'll be very interesting to see. The other thing, uh, the one last thing, Ken did mention that they're going to be doing like little PSAs with Bill and Susan Hayes, showing each other how Peacock works and how to be able to access days, which those are going to be really cute. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's funny. (laughs) Those are going to be adorable. Like I cannot wait to see that. Hopefully, and hopefully they don't just drop it on their YouTube channel. Hopefully they will also air it as a commercial on the main show a, too. I wouldn't mind a shorter episode for them to use the last five minutes to dedicate it to that. <laughs> or even if they like temporarily no, no, bring was... back the half, you know, remember how they used to do like the, um, the trivia, the bumper at halftime or the trivia thing at halftime, that would be the perfect point to just kind of throw that in there. Yeah. Or even like, 
as as a scroll at the bottom, like where they're advertising um, Beyond Salem Two, you can see moving to like moving to Peacock. Stay tuned after the break to see how it works or I something they, like that. I think they should do it now on YouTube, actually. Yeah, I'm sure probably within the next week there's going to be a video dropping on YouTube. I just hope that they also because if you are on Peacock, why would you need a like a tutorial or whatever how to like sign in? It's better if they do it before and upload it. Right? No, but I was talking like on the network air show. Like if you if you watch if you watch the show on NBC every day, there's Mm -hmm. a little crawl at the bottom promoting Beyond Salem too. They could literally promote the move right there. I guess. so it'll be, I'm kind of curious to see how they do it, especially since like we have at this point less than a month to go till we're jumping. So like get on the PR ball, guys. That part. Because The lady just yeah. got back weird. from vacation. Yeah. <laughs> we're so close and they're not, they haven't done a lot to promote it. It's Ron weird. is more busy talking about Alex and Stephanie. Well, it's not, I mean. <laughs> then promoting the show. I'm just saying. Well. That's his way of promoting the show, which is its own Weird. thing. But like the show needs to promote the show. NBC. Yeah. Needs to promote yeah. The show. Peacock NBC, needs to promote it. Yeah. NBC. This. Yeah. It, it needs to come up, come from everybody. Because like the I mean, the actors said stuff like when the announcement first came. But then like everybody need, like kind of like how they pushed the move to Peacock when we stopped streaming on the NBC website and we're moving exclusively to Peacock last year. Like yeah. people who did not have social media came out of the social media woodwork in order to promote the move to Peacock. They need to be doing that again. And they're kind of slow. So hurry up. Yes, that. And with that, we can move into our headlines. First things first, Lee Shin decides it's time to remove Stefan from the equation once he realizes Gabby will never be over Stefan. Kristen busts him and Lee convinces her to let Rolf brainwash Stefan into loving Chloe to get Chloe away from Brady. I am going to kick this off. I've removed myself from this story. I'm going to kick this off because I have to issue a mea culpa of sorts. Uh, Last week, y'all know I was trying to see the bright side and hoping that Lee would not be thrown under the bus. And, well, I was wrong because, oh, my God, are they backing him up under the bus? Now he's doing deadlifts with his legs under the bus. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's 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 bad and it it didn't even need to be like this and i'm just like why like i honestly expected the brainwashing to be Kristen's idea the fact that it was lee's idea that was the moment i was like okay yeah no there's no coming back from this this is bad i think the trashing was complete when he turned off his life support machine yeah that was the moment i was like he became an unhinged cycle overnight why it was so unnecessary like when Kristen is the voice of reason in the damn room, there's a problem. A big problem. I just, I'm disappointed. Speaking of Kristen, since Kristen got out of jail, she's been dressing like she in charge of the girls in the back room. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's cool and all, but it's kind of jarring when she was just in jumpsuits. Um. <laughs> And Susan Natalia, y'all, you know, you can't give it you're to not, us. You're not used to seeing Stacy looking normal. Yeah, you can't give it to us dry like that. You gotta get that shit wet first. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Here he comes with the dirty talk. I was gonna yeah. say we start first, early. We're not, no, 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 no. Yes, 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 no, yes. No, no. 
I need you guys. I need if anyone and Tony, I didn't clear this with you, but I brought, I'm bringing it up now. Okay. If anyone could find me where I got that lyric from, you getting a guest spot on the show. Find what, me where that lyric is from. Uh, what lyric? Say, say the lyric you can't again. Give just it to a... on dry like that holiday. You got to get that shit wet first. You got to prep them for shit like this. Come on now. <laughs> if you can find me the lyric to that song and present to me what song that is and what mixtape that comes from, you can get a guest spot on the show. Because <laughs> <laughs> y'all not gonna play me like I'm just making that up. But anyways, back to the show. <laughs> Okay, Kristen being the voice of reason in that room was completely insane. Um, I half expected Stefan to wake up in that scene because, like, he's not on life support. He's under anesthesia, but he's not on life support. So unplugging him does what exactly? He's still alive. They didn't expect you to ask questions. (laughs) Well, no, I, I I just assumed that Lee Shin was an idiot, which made me laugh. No, they just didn't expect you to ask questions. Because, I mean, he wasn't on a respirator. He literally just had the nose cannula on, so all he had was oxygen. And Rolf said he was sedated and under anesthesia. So, literally, all this the, the all same he... show that had Kayla pronounced five people dead and all of them popped their <laughs> No, I mean, true, but I'm just saying, like, literally, all unplugging did was possibly stop his stop the anesthesia drip for a few minutes. He it didn't actually kill him, and so I half expected him to wake up in that moment at least somewhat. Nah, that, that ain't. That ain't what happened, Tony. What happened was they didn't expect you to ask the questions and use <laughs> well, no, the that's... logic. <laughs> That's probably true too, but I'm like, if you want us to think he's on life support, at least like have a respirator in the room. Support. Yeah, I get what yeah. you're saying, and you're not wrong. <laughs> but two things can be true at once. They didn't expect you to ask that. Because I've a been in enough hospitals and b watch enough medical shows to know how this shit works, and that's not it. We it's know. the same place that had people <laughs> planning murder over the phone <laughs> in the jail, <laughs> right? So true. I mean, I mean, very, very, very true. Um. Also, like, I did not like how Lee was basically like, it's time you take that necklace off. It was very manipulative. It was, that was the, it was so creepy. It was the start of me, like, not loving where this story was going. And then the stuff in the lab with Kristen was like the final, like, oh, God, there's the bus and he's up under it. Like, I'm over the story overall because I don't like the way they're using Kristen now. Like. I would have preferred her being focused on her family and her I don't her like daughter. a lot of the things. <laughs> I would have preferred her being focused yeah, on her like family going on and, her, right and her daughter. But now she's trying to get Brady again. Like, I don't know. The, the no. only, only good thing, and it's minor, about this story is that it involves several different characters. It ties them yeah. all together. And that's the only positive thing I can say. What they're doing to Lee is so unnecessary, and it's pissing me off. And Chloe, and the brainwashing whole Steph, yeah, brainwashing Stefan into thinking he's in love with Chloe again is a stretch. Yeah. He's yeah. in love with her. Like we're, in we're, that room with Gabby was a stretch. Let's get Chloe uh, didn't care. No, she wouldn't. And, and she I didn't can care ar- to begin with. And I can the already day, see the groundwork she, being laid, and I don't like it because it's art. Like, if you expect me to, like Chloe was in love with Stephanie, and I don't like that. That is, and that she is wasn't. Amazing. She wasn't. She likes him. The, this is literally how they broke. He up. was rich. He in on them punching. 
And she, she walked, walked in out. on them hunching, turned around, and then moved on with Philip. So, uh, no, she literally left town not long after that. No, didn't wait. Yeah. Didn't she move? Didn't she move Who on? Is it because in Salem time, you never know. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think. Is this when did she move on back to Lucas after that, or was Lucas after this? And then this was in 2019. So. This was in 2019. So she left not long after that, and then she came home in 20, and that's when she and Philip started. What? Oh, she's. She was gone that long? I think so. Yeah. Cause she came, she came home. She was gone for a while and then she came home. And that's when the Brady Phillip thing started. But I'm pretty sure not long after this, she left. She Those left. wasn't good years for me. <laughs> she might have left in the fall of 2019. Cause she was around when Elon. She was around. Yeah. I think she was she was gone not long after John and Marlena's anniversary think, party, which was in August. But I think yeah. a couple a couple weeks after that, she was gone. And this went down in like I think her and Stefan imploded in like May because it was the morning of Holly's funeral. Yeah, but they weren't even in in a relationship. They were just they were just dating. They were just dating. dating. They were, exactly. They weren't even that deep. They hadn't it even said I love you. Yeah, exactly. So, like, like it wasn't even no fallout between him and Chloe. Chloe but, literally turned around and left the house. She was like, yeah. "What?" Like that's the basically only, what she did. <laughs> the only thing, what they're laying the groundwork here is like I can see if Stefan is trying to woo her away from Brady. I can see her being fed up with the Kristen of it all, which we'll t- discuss in a couple minutes because that's our next thing. Um, and then turning to Stefan for support because she's not feeling it from Brady. I saw this that's, coming. I'm not surprised. That's kind of what I feel might be happening. I don't want it because I call bullshit on this entire thing because they were not that deep, like at all. There's so much that's been retcon to make this work. And I'm just, why are we here? I will say it's this story has done wonders for me on Gabby because it's reminding me why I liked her. They've because toned her down a lot. I've noticed. Yeah, which yeah. which is working. She's more. She shows. She shows emotion more. Yeah. Yeah. She's and not she as over the top. She's not. As, yeah. She's not as over the top and cartoony. And I didn't realize until. Well, we'll talk about that later. Until the scenes that were other scenes that aired this week, but we're going to talk about them next. We can just yeah. Ahead, I think. So I think unless Dylan, do you have anything to add on this particular topic before I move on to the next thing? No, I mean. Like the only thing that I would say is um, just because we've seen photos of him on set and we know that they film 86 years in advance, <laughs> like the only. They filmed this episode on the day Nick was born. Sorry. 70 years August ago. 7th, 1993 to be exact. <laughs> I'm just saying. It, but okay. I'm just saying, like, um, the only silver lining I see right now is that, like, Lee's not going to get the full Dr. Shaw treatment. Mm, yeah. But he's, yeah. he's definitely. Yeah, man, they're close. He's the still, is, yep, that's what I'm saying. And it, they're going to drag it out, which is, which is yeah, probably Yeah, I can they're see him. close go, to it. Mm-hmm. I can see him going down, down that route, and I hate it. Like, if the actor were on contract, I would probably be maybe a little bit more optimistic, but still very, very, very cautious. He's mm-hmm. not even on, he's not even on contract. They can write him out at any moment. And the mm-hmm. only reason well, we yeah. know he's not gone is because they're taping so far ahead. Also, I would like to add, Dr. Shaw was not wrong in this situation. I'm just putting it out there. 
for kidnapping the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was like, but it's the <laughs> exact <laughs> same. See, but yeah, it's the exact same thing because he went crazy out of nowhere. Yeah, and he, he did go yeah, crazy yeah. out of no, nowhere. I'm yeah, Jen, that one Jennifer Bros. Jen Heffa. <laughs> but the thing is, though, let was... him on. He had every right to snap. Now he shouldn't have kidnapped her. <laughs> but the but thing he, he had, had every right to break, walk away and I call her out. Him. Yeah, he could have been pissing, yeah. like cussed her out in the middle of the hospital lobby. If he, he, if he had <laughs> cut her brakes, I wouldn't have said anything. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. The thing is, with Doctor Shaw, we like he disappeared after some time in like December, January of 2018-19, and didn't show up until like August 2019. That gives you time to get mad. And then, like, the only reason he was brought back was to be like. The villain, brown guy. Yeah, I so, mean, what? Yeah. what it is. And it's yeah. just, it was so wild and offensive, and it's the way I'm seeing. I hate that I, that we're heading this route, but I can see it happening to Lee as well. Like, they, and oddly enough, for me, I like Remington's portrayal more. What is his last name? Hoffman. <laughs> Hoffman. Um, I was when about he's still, I'm so glad. <laughs> I, I like it. I like him as an actor more when he's playing menacing. But I just don't like the fact that they're taking the character in this direction. Yeah. When no, it could have been this way from the jump. Because yeah, like if he was going to asshole, if he was going to be ruthless and dickish, fine from the beginning. It, okay. It would have been sudden. It's 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 jarring. Yeah, and it the fact that it's only him, like we don't have his family on screen, like to balance it out. Yeah, like explain to us why he's so obsessed with Gabby or like what what is he what is he gaining from this? We don't know anything. There's nothing good about this at all. Nope, nope. There really isn't. And we didn't need this. Like there was so many other stuff they could have done to give stabby angst if they wanted to. This is not one of those. They have enough angst with him being dead for four years right. that they don't really exactly. need this. Exactly. And it's because and honestly, they could have woken him up at a like and take the brainwashing out of it. They could have just given him trauma-based amnesia. And the last thing he remembers is their wedding and the fact that he hate like he thinks that Gabby hates him. And they, she knows differently, and that could be their angst. Like this is the one time just did amnesia. This with EJ and Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is the one time amnesia would actually be an okay trope to yeah. use, and he doesn't fucking do it. The one time the back from the dead person does not have amnesia is the one time it would actually work well for the story. Another thing that I do hate is that we waited eighty four fucking years to wake Stefan up. <laughs> We did not need to go through that whole peacemaker shit. We did not have to wait two years and waste our time with Jake fucking Lambert. We should. Oh, this is ridiculous. <laughs> yes. Are you talking about everything we did to get well, here? Yes. <laughs> okay. The peacemaker thing was already written and filmed and shot before Brandon. That's why we should so tape that- eight. 84 years in advance. Hello. Uh, or also just be mindful of what you're about to write. Like, just exactly. <laughs> like, now I, I do think that they didn't necessarily have to do the Jake thing. They should have just made him step in from the jump. And, with, yeah. And I think they wanted Jake to work. And when he very clearly did not, they pivoted. 
I think I'm confused as to how they wanted Jake to work when they never tried. Thank like they, you. They made him Stefan Light. They put him. They he went from being a grease monkey in chief to being in a suit. And Gabby didn't show and Kate, anything in between. Yeah, Gabby and Kate wanted him to be Stefan, and he never could be. But the like thing that, is, I don't that could have been how, the angst. Well, no, it could have been, but Stephen. he could have been. But if they I, had written story. To show us and see that evolution, Jay could have worked, but they didn't put any effort or energy into it. They wanted to be, oh, he's so different from Stefan. Instead yeah. of leaning into the fact that we like Stefan, well, likes a strong word, yeah. but we like <laughs> Stefan, and you could have made his twin another Stefan, but y'all didn't put any work or energy into it, and now here we are. And the thing is, I think they thought they did. No, no, they didn't. Ain't no I, way they did. I genuinely think Jake could have worked as the anti-Demera, the way Xander is the black chief of the Kiriakis family. That I think that would have worked better for Jake because of his background, how he grew up and stuff like that. The fact that he was a mobster and the Demeras now pride should, themselves on being legit. Because it, it could was have honestly, been the one that got his hands dirty all the time. It was honestly right there. Stefan may have been the perfect Demera, but Jake was the perfect Alamein. Exactly. That's exactly where I was going. Because honestly, where where everything kind of went left for me is when Jake and Gabby were trying to take over Titan. That never yeah. made any sense. Will never make any sense. And <laughs> that should have been the point in which he said, you know what? Let so me <laughs> try to about- resurrect Alamein Industries. And then he can be in direct competition with his brothers, and that's a story. Are you talking about the when they went after Philip? Yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot Philip was the CEO then. Yep. They put the spyware on his on his computer. They, yes, they just make weird choices. <laughs> they made weird choices the entire time. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So our next topic is. Chloe and Brady are trying to deal with Kristen's return, and she is not making it didn't easy. Didn't we already talk about this? <laughs> no, we didn't. And she is not making we it easy. We had a whole conversation on Chloe. Chloe and Stefan, not the Kristen and Brady and Chloe aspect of it. Two different things. Same difference. <laughs> no, very different. Now I'm going to read this, and we are going to discuss. Chloe and Brady are trying to deal with Kristen's return, and she is not making it easy. She is making Chloe's life a living hell at work, and Gabby refuses to help her. Brady allows Kristen to see Rachel, hoping that would make things easier, but it doesn't. Okay, did anybody else think that the moment where Kristen tried to kill Chloe was a dream? It had to be, because I don't remember seeing it, and I watched the episode twice. (laughs) Maybe I tuned out or zoned out. You must have tuned out, because it was the moment right before Brady called her to tell her to go to Marlena's office. She's standing there, she's got a letter opener in her hand, and she's threatening to stab Chloe. Oh. Chloe better learn how to fight. That's all I know. Honestly, Chloe, truly, grew, I Chloe, mean, Chloe grew up in foster Chloe, care. I don't know how she doesn't know how to fight. Chloe should have beat the tar out of Kristen when she rolls up and tried to slap her. I would have been moving every piece of office furniture in that hole. I mean, at this point, Jan, Jan has put them paws on her. It's violence. I, listen. Yeah, Chloe needs to learn how to defend herself. Uh, I'm just saying. I don't know how she doesn't know. At a certain point, you just got to start knocking bitches over. Thank you. Thank you. This is why I couldn't <laughs> like, be even if you soul. ain't going to fight, push her out the way and run. <laughs> just... This is actually why I couldn't be on the soul. Rafe would be so tired of seeing me for slapping holes. <laughs> like. Oh, my God. 
Like, yeah. there's no other solution. Why you didn't beat her ass? Honestly. And we all know Christian don't know how to fight anyway. Marlena beat her ass for a full 40 minutes. <laughs> she did. But yeah, okay, I, and I'm and I would just like to point out that Marlena is one of the most even-tempered, classiest women that we have ever seen in Salem. And but when it came time to, to throw bowls, <laughs> she threw them bowls. So I'm just she saying. She did. I'm just saying. That's why we're it's only so no many cheeks we can turn. Tom Balsam, somebody, your grandma would have whooped that man ass up enough. <laughs> and he yeah. played Tom Balsam, help me. But anyways, speaking of Marlena, what I didn't like about this is Marlena's reaction to all of this. Was she too calm for you? Yes. Because when Brady was like talking about um giving partial custody, Marlena should have been like, are you out of your fucking mind? Is you snorting the grits again? Have you hit the box? <laughs> Remember, Rachel was right there in the room, so I don't think she wanted to have With that AirPods big of- on. Yeah, she did have kids, headphones. Kids can still hear, but I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, your man for me- crazy. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. But for me, <laughs> I like that Marlena was trying to understand where Brady was coming listen. from. Try to, to listen, listen to and Brady is trying to do what he thinks is best for Rachel because Rachel is asking about her mom and she's so young that she doesn't understand the real life circumstances behind everything. So he's got to try to figure out a way to be able to give Rachel what she needs without it also being more detrimental to her in the long run. Unfortunately, Kristen's going to Kristen. So what happened happened and I don't think this is going to go as well as he wants it to. I will say, I don't ever need Brady and Kristen fucking again, but I would be interested in a custody battle. That's what I want. I want them to be adversarial exes over their child. I don't need any romantic tension played up. Um, I just don't need it. Um, I did like the scenes with Brady and Brady, Kristen, and Rachel. Kristen's messy, giving her that locket. Um, yeah, very messy. I also... I would weirdly, that shit away. <laughs> I also, weirdly enough, I liked the scenes with Chloe and Gabby after when they started talking about Stefan. And when Gabby... You realize how much Gabby loves Stefan and she admitted that she wanted Jake to be Stefan. And that, that that's what their relationship was built on. The fact that she wanted him to replace Stefan and he couldn't do it. So I enjoyed seeing that. Um, but the heavy hand where they're trying to make me think that Chloe and Stefan were a thing and they were irrelevant when even when they were together was is not okay. Yeah. And I will say I loved Brady Kristen. And not Brady, Kristen, Brady, Marlena, and Rachel before Kristen got there. Like, just seeing Marlena in grandma mode with Rachel was so... I'm- yeah, that was really cute. That's what she should have been cutting up, honestly. <laughs> you didn't nut it in this bitch, and now, <laughs> and now we all have to suffer for it. Like, I, I'm, I'm sorry, but it just doesn't feel right for Marlena to want Kristen anywhere around her, Brady, her grandchildren, her great-grandchildren, the children not even born yet. Like... <laughs> She may not, but it's very in character for Marlena to put her feelings aside and not do what come she. To that woman. Excuse me, what did we just watch her do for over a year in Classic Days? She put her hatred aside for Kristen that was because of her she threw her in the room for months. But I, I'm just saying, it's very in character for Marlena to look past 
her own feelings and her own misgivings and try to see the best in a given situation. I'm just happy that she didn't hug Kristen in their one-on-one scene at the end of that episode. Because if she had tried- Again, that's what I wanted her to go in. But Marlena still ain't winning. It's just not making sense to me considering all that I have watched. I'm just glad that she didn't hug her and try to comfort her, which is what I, because first it was annoying me that like Marlena and Kristen didn't say anything to each other when Brady and Rachel were in the room. But then when they had the one-on-one scene at the end, I was just happy that um, she didn't hug Kristen and try to be like, there, there, it's okay. Because had that happened, then I would be joining you in your what the fuck is happening deal. I don't know. It could have been a nice little line of, I don't know what you got up your sleeve. But bitch, remember, I'm always at your heels. Like it, it could have been something. <laughs> she could, she could, if you wanted to hug, or you could have had her hug her and then say something while she say something like, "Okay, Laura, <laughs> I'm hugging you now because my grandbaby in this room. No, like, I'm gonna hug some shit, hug bitch. I will slit like, your throat. <laughs> hug her and be like, I know what you're doing, bitch, and you won't get past me or John. <laughs> I, I was just, I wasn't expecting Brady to be like, I, I, like when Brady said, this is neutral territory. Because at first I was like, does he want Rachel to go to therapy? <laughs> this is neutral territory. Since when? And then he's, and then he called Kristen. And, and then as they were talking, I'm like, wait, he wants to allow a visit in Marlena's office. I'm like, this could go very badly. And it didn't go as badly as I thought it was going to go, but it could have been way worse. But I'm definitely intrigued to see where the Rachel battle goes. Now, if they really want to peek me into this story, just have one little throwaway line of having Rachel St. calling Marlena grandma and Kristen going, well, that's not your grandmother, sweetie. Ding, ding, ding. We have beef again. And, and, I think hopefully this whole thing with Brady and Kristen doesn't get resolved too quickly because Marlena is about to be kidnapped by Orpheus soon. So she's going to be pivoted into that. Yeah. I still want there to be mess when that gets resolved for her to have to contend with. That scares me. Yeah. I'm kind of low key terrified about that too. Cause I'm sorry. I will never forget the fact that Drake Hobiston got injured filming the rescue from the last Orpheus kidnapping. Well, not even that. Last, well, the last time I fully remember Orpheus kidnapping Marlena, she got on the plane and we didn't see her for four years. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that's that's definitely not happening because Deidre's been filming. So that we know is true. Mm. So you don't have to worry about that. One of the upsides to taping 84 years in advance, we, al- we always know when people have a job. That's the one upside. Dylan, you've been quiet this segment. What are you thinking? Just vibes. I just got vibes. Like, like the whole thing was just kind of like, okay. Just vibes. I, I mean, yeah, just vibes. Like we've all we've been here before. Like this whole thing with Chloe and Steffi and I not Steffi. Stefan. <laughs> like we waited. Like the whole thing with Hide her and Jake. Like <laughs> listen, hydroplate. Basic and your letter openers, apparently. But like we literally said that this whole thing with her and Jake was her trying to slide him into Jake's spot, Stefan's spot. And that should have been like their 
relationship angst and they never touched it and now that he's dead in the ground he's dead in the ground <laughs> we get this whole revelation ground. and i'm like it's too late i don't care we we can't do nothing with that now yeah he maggot food now so uh, you know like i don't care y'all should why are we i don't care we can't do nothing with this now but it's just i don't i don't I'm not invested in any of this. So it's just like, whatever. Great gowns, beautiful gowns. Sometimes. Marlena don't wear those no more. So hey. <laughs> no, she does once a year. And it's the same gown since 2015. Uh, it's one of three. Oh, Lord. All right. Do you have anything to add here before we move on to what I think will be the most lively topic of the whole podcast? What's next? Let me look at the outline for once. Dylan stole what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you read my mind, but you vibe so well. Because I was going to say, I knew you were going to like ask me, and I was going to say, great gowns, beautiful gowns. Because <laughs> the way I do not care at all. It's just it's weird because I like I care about all the characters involved. I just don't care about this damn story, right? I, yeah, because again, what judge from your Kristen? Any kind of his health, visitation, cuff, be anything. Well, I think Brady is agreeing to this only because he doesn't want to go to court because he knows Kristen has Demara power and can circumvent what could actually happen, and doesn't want to risk losing his child because she plays the Demara card. Okay, play the curiosity card. For me, like, I'm looking at everything. Hello. Right? (laughs) And also, in that case, like, if I'm Kristen, why would I agree to this? I'm just going to buy me a judge. Well, I think she just went because she hasn't seen her daughter in forever and actually wanted to see her. No, I mean, like, the whole shared custody thing. Like, if that's his, if, like, if that's his mindset, then her then if we're going along that path her should be why would i agree to share when i can just buy me a judge and have my child exactly and my thing is why isn't he beating her to the punch right like i get you and victor beefing right now but granddad she, she to stabbed you <laughs> Look. that half of that stabbed you and victor supposed to be my baby oh no let me get on the phone with this courtroom child because this ain't finna fly. Like, I can imagine Victor right now saying, fuck you, but she can't have Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, he ain't gonna say fuck you. He's gonna be like, what you want, Bray? What, what is it now? You always come over here when you want something. Full Rachel name and Christian name come up. I, I'll make a few calls. But I think Kristen's only keeping the peace because she wants Brady back. And that's yeah. what I don't like. Yeah, I don't I don't like the whole playing nice because she wants him. It needs to be playing nice so she can see her child and then whammying him with a custody suit. Well, see, no, in a way, it makes sense because back in 97, Kristen wasn't even too pressed about getting the baby back until it was clear that she wasn't finna get John back, if that makes sense. So it, it makes sense to me as to why she's going for her man first before her child or trying to do both at the same time. So I didn't, it didn't really bother me. It just bothers me because I don't fuck with Brady and Kristen. It shouldn't have lasted this long. If we being honest, Rachel shouldn't exist. That part. 
Yeah, I agree. Yeah, she that's true. She shouldn't exist. I watched her womb right before my eyes. And <laughs> I had no choice because Tony made me. <laughs> Not I made you. Speaking of Rachel, I did enjoy I did enjoy her with Marlena and I liked her with Kristen. I want I want Rachel. Yes, she is so adorable, but I want Rachel to be a mess when she grows up. Well, the mess sure might be starting be. next week because I already saw a spoiler that she's going to be going against Chloe. So the mess and, and may then, be starting now. Another thing, this is something I hate about Sorassing. Because when you Sorass, you have to make up a bunch of shit to cover up for the lost time that we didn't see with the child. Kristen barely even knows Rachel. Well, yeah. Rachel barely knows Kristen because Kristen started going on the run when Rachel was an arm baby. So yeah. It, it makes no sense as to why Rachel wants to see Kristen. She don't know that lady. That lady <laughs> is a lady from off the damn street. I don't I don't know you. So I don't understand why it's the narrative of Rachel wants to see Kristen. I'm not believing that because, again, she don't know that lady. Yeah, because when Kristen... Um, she can be a wild margarita for all Rachel know. Because <laughs> when she was on the run in 2020, she... I mean, she barely spent time with Rachel. Because she couldn't. <laughs> though i was, was babysitting when... rachel and Kristen was Kristen was busy fucking brady like the last time we Michael saw rachel was no but i'm, I'm just saw... saying like the ever since we've seen rachel Kristen has like the been last more... time she saw this lady she was trying to kidnap her yep and and rachel was pretty excited to see her at that moment and, and, that's and, and, even the, then, I was questioning it because again, you don't know this lady. Yeah, this that's lady what I'm saying. That's why I'm baby. going back to when she was a little like baby, because she Kristen has barely been in her life. Ba- yeah, barely been in her life. Barely. That's spent... what the story should be. Her trying to build a relationship. Yeah, Rachel. and custody now, battle. I, not now. This... I want to maintain my relationship that we know we did didn't happen. Exactly. It should be about Rachel being like, I don't want to be around this lady. This lady is weird and she scares me. (laughs) (laughs) No, but honestly, that would have been a better story. uh, Yeah. Story about Rachel, like. Rachel and Kristen. Yeah. And then Brady being like, You scare my daughter. I, I think it's time. We just need to go ahead and cut ties now. I'm sorry, but you dug this grave yourself. You. I want full custody. If it had started like that, this would have been an amazing story. But you're feeding a bunch of bullshit to us like we didn't see it, like we don't know, and it's falling flat. And that's why this story is terrible. I'm looking at everyone funny in this story. Actually, the only one who's not looking funny to me is Brady. Because Brady is trying to do what he thinks is best for his child. Chloe's looking a little funny because she's not fighting hard enough for me. Like I said it before, but like, there's no way you don't know. There's no way that you don't know how to fight. You knew how you knew how to fight in high school. We saw it. You don't you don't lose those skills. I'm kind of I'm kind of looking at Brady funny because he should should go for sole custody. He knows who who Kristen is at this point. He knows how on him she is so he should have done it already it would make sense if he's like i need to control whatever is gonna happen exactly so yeah i am looking at him funny too 
You know something? They do that a lot on this show. When they want you to be a heroine, they make you a pussy. The only exception I would have to say is Marlena and Abigail. But it, it makes no sense to me why Chloe didn't rise up on Kristen. Because, bitch, don't you raise your gnarled right hand at me. <laughs> not not Okay. <laughs> no, but the thing is, I think Chloe has lost her backbone. And that goes back all the way to Daniel. The thing is, Chloe has a lot of bark, but she lost her bite. That's the problem. Because she can talk a good game, but she doesn't have anything to back it up. And that's not who Chloe is. She used to have a lot of more fire in her. And I'm like, they should have been in there moving like somebody played Disco Inferno. Mm -hmm. And I stand by that. Yeah. Well, hopefully this story will get better with time, but I'm not overly impressed by what we've seen so far. But moving on to the next story, Alex and Chally go on a date. Alex tries his best to behave, but fails miserably, and Chally have fun trolling him. Gabby joins them, and Alex strikes out again. Alex brings Sloan home from the bar, prompting a bizarre reaction from Sonny. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Get the job ready. <laughs> Oh Lord. First off, first off, first off. I really like that little club they be going to. When the small Peacock, bar. What's this called? The small bar. That's what they call it. That's what they're calling it. Okay, let's change that name. <laughs> <laughs> let's change that name of add a dance floor. I, I like the vibe. It's giving very much club vibes. Like every time they show it, I'm just like lingerie and liquor yeah, it is- and it is giving mm-hmm. esh- club echelon vibes. Yeah, I like it. Um, I'm very upset oh, that God. they had my boy Alex going outside, <laughs> mainly because I really believe he would have got that threesome had he shut the fuck up. Is it going outside? Would you still walk? Would you still go home getting laid? Maybe not the way you intended, but it's still a lay. It, it was going out. <laughs> it's, it's sad for me. But it was upsetting for me. Not any a- hole is a goal. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a podcast title. <laughs> I'm not done yet. We we got plenty more to go. Oh God. <laughs> As for Sloan. Okay, get the job ready, Tony. Oh, I would like to make Sloan moan. I like her. <laughs> I would like to give Sloane Peters what was her name? Sloane Peterson. Peterson. I would like to give her some Sloane Peter. She enthuses me. I like her Clearly. very, very, very much. She was an unexpected uh, surprise. I really did like her. And, and I, the, y'all, I, I kid y'all not, from her first episode, she's neck and neck with Lindsay Arnold for getting the jewelry. That dress she had in the Kiriakis Mansion. What beautiful dress. <laughs> yes. She's stunning. I do need, I think she needs to get warm a bit because I'm, I'm she not was feeling. Warm enough, child. No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying in the role. The door for to no, I'm, just, I'm saying in the role because she's, uh, the way she, the actress is delivering the lines is very. She, she this is what very we much. think soap is basically like that. What people think, yeah, soap, soap acting. Yeah, she was green. I'm giving her, some, I'm giving her a little chance because she's fine. Um, she's gorgeous. So there's that, <laughs> but yeah. And I know it's good. I know it. I know it. I know it. 
Oh goodness! <laughs> but I enjoyed Be the giving um, out heat like the back of a PlayStation child. You know what? <laughs> All right, you know what? You're done. You're done. The back of the story or something. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I'm, I enjoyed the Alex Chanel Alley date a lot more than I thought it, I would, especially yeah, I mean, with was, especially with how it started because I did not like how it started. When Chanel showed up at the apartment and Allie kind of looked regular and she, Chanel was like, this is what you're wearing. And they did the whole, like, I don't want to get dressed up thing with Allie. That kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Like, so that was like a weird start. And then like the stuff with Alex and Ali and Chanel on Monday was kind of off-putting. Like, I was very glad that, like, they fought back and were like, no, we're not here just for you to objectify us. And they put him in his place, but it, it didn't sit well 100% with me. It got, a, it got a lot better once his focus turned to trying to get Gabby. I think that was the second episode. That was the second episode. Yeah, that episode. was Tuesdays because I yeah. skipped Mondays just for that purpose. <laughs> But yeah, um, I expected him and Gabby to have better chemistry. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I just wanted all four of them to go home together. <laughs> uh, I was just, I was very upset that it didn't end with a little Monday Night Raw. I'm sorry. Jesus. I'm, I'm still on, um, like, they didn't need to do this to show That's that. That's the podcast title. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. A part of me felt like this was just, it was unnecessary. Yeah. It wasn't too bad. It was just not needed. Um, the promo made it look way worse than it was, like yeah. way worse than it actually was when it played out. It did, it did play out better on Tuesday's episode than Monday's episode. Monday's episode, I I kind of wanted to turn it off because it was just not it. But Tuesday was a bit better. But I'm glad nothing came out of it. I enjoyed his scenes with Maggie. They were funny. Yeah, yeah, they were funny. Yeah. Oh, great Auntie Max. <laughs> <laughs> Rob is having so much fun. She liked that man. It's he so really funny. is. She'd be she be blessing the air time. <laughs> she, she loves younger men. Every time she's in a scene with a younger man, you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be blushing like hell. I'd be like, ooh. Uncanny. And Ben and Maggie Plus. never really had many scenes together at all. I think maybe one. So, like, this is, this is like, she knows Rob because like he's been on the show forever but like they've never actually gotten to be in scenes together so it's kind of a lot of fun in in that respect but um yeah I will say that I love that Chanel loves Gabby like having Chanel be like a Gabby chic stan was like kind of perfect for me and I okay was, see that's what that was okay see now you, I can, have to re- you misinterpreted it <laughs> yeah I had to reevaluate it I she was a, she was a fan of the, the brand bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, because she said she was like one of Gabby Sheik's biggest customers, and she's like, I, I love, I love your stuff. And she's like, How could you not tell? Like she said to Allie, like, How could you not tell me that you know her? And it, it was so crazy to me that Chanel hasn't actually met Gabby before now. Well, uh, well, I mean, it's I'm, not- I'm sorry. I thought that Chanel wanted to play with Gabby's Rubik's cube. So this is <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's. It's not like her family is the biggest fan of Gabby, so. No, I just I just mean in the fact that Chanel's been in Salem and like she fits in so seamlessly that I think she just knows everybody and she actually doesn't. And so well, she's been re- here for a year, so it's kind of like usually so she- they spread you out some, but they haven't. They spread uh, they spread it around Chanel to certain people, 
but not the entire cast. And that's not a fault of them because the cast is 70 fucking people, but mm-hmm. still, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, has she had any scenes with Nicole? Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, see that. Yeah, she did. When, oh, um, she did? Yeah, when Allie got possessed, um, Nicole and Chanel were looking for Allie. Do you guys remember that? Oh, yeah, they had that brief oh, scene. Yeah. Right, right. The, the morning after she was, yeah, okay, got it. I think that was the only scene they, they had like up to that point. the day of Abe and Paulina's wedding, but not much. I would like then, to see more of that. Me too. And the fact that we are getting our first Chanel John scene coming next year has me excited because uh, Raven said on uh, Instagram the other day that she just got to work with Drake for the first time recently. Which it's, cr- it's crazy when you think of all the people that she hasn't worked with. But yeah, I, I, I do. The one thing I do kind of like about the Alex thing is like as over the top and like weird as he can be at times, people are calling him out on it. Nobody is like actually taking him seriously, which to me makes it fun. He's a complete fu- he's a complete I fun wanted fun. to slap Sonny the other day. Oh, yeah. That oh, was Sonny. so weird. Fuck him. <laughs> because. Okay, I get it. I'm. It was so. I'm a person who wants to get married, have kids, and all of that. But the people he sleeps with know what they're getting. You know, like exactly. He's not a secret about what he thinks. I mean, it's better for him to not be in a relationship and cheat on the person he's with. And yeah, like this is the best, better. This is the better alternative for him to be like open and honest with people he fucks with, like. I'm not looking Listen. for a relationship. I'm just having fun instead of being in a relationship and cheating on the person because he cannot like help his himba ways, you know? So exactly. see what bothers me. It's a huge pet peeve of mine when people get in relationships or get married or have kids and then try to push it on all their single friends. Like they don't know how hard it is out here in these streets anymore. See, that's not how I, you're completely right. But to me, it read like Sonny was taking his insecurities out on the fact that Will's not here and he's trying to basically hold down his marriage by himself. And, that, honestly, Alex, that's and what it Alex felt weird. That. That's what Alex should have said. I would have said that shit. You married and look where you at now by your damn self. <laughs> I, I think this is the scene for me that I was sold on Alex. Yeah. Between because, this and the the Leo stuff later, but this whole day is what sold me on Alex. Because it took me a while. I mean, it wasn't like, oh, I was completely against Alex. I was just, you guys know, like, oh, Rob pulled his Where's your man? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, was, I wasn't completely on board. But when they had this conversation, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm feeling it. I, you are no marriage for FaceTime and you young. Uh, that shit pissed me off. I'm sorry. <laughs> listen, Al- Alex is very upfront with the women he sleeps with. It's like, listen, I'm basically drive through dick. That's it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's a toss up between Monday Night Raw and drive through dick. Uh, we go over Monday Night Raw. That, that one. <laughs> we won't get clipped for that one. Okay. But Dylan, do you have anything to add? Uh, my perspective is a little different, and I don't think that y'all will get it. So no. Uh, okay. Are you sure you don't want to share? Like Sunny was annoying, but I. <sighs> Here's the thing, y'all are all straight, so you have literally grown up in a world where it has never been off the table for you to have that whole 
marriage, kids, happily ever after thing. And when you grow up in a world where not only is it off the table, but then you get it, but it's not secure because at any given time, someone can change their mind and decide that, no, you can't really have that. It's just a different thing. Like I, I got where he was kind of coming from because he strikes me as someone who's always kind of grown up with that idealized image of what happily ever after is. Just considering in the his, Yeah. Considering who his parents are, that makes complete sense. Yeah. And because of who he is and the world that we live in, that's never been something that he could take for granted that he could have. That's what, that's the word I was looking for. He thinks Alex takes something like that for granted and he, it's precarious for him. It's in limbo. For that's him. that because makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Actually. I wish and they actually added that point of view for Sonny because it came across that to me that he was judging. Yeah, it was really like, but yeah, like I said, he was like I said that he was he was definitely annoying, but like for me because like I. they're from Arizona that's not exactly like you know (laughs) not to mention they also grew up outside of the United States like Justin and Adrian took those kids all around the world yeah so but it's like depending on where you are you know Sonny's mere existence could be illegal in some of those places that they lived yeah Yeah. because they were in Iceland at one point they were in Dubai at one point oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, are you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. No, but like I come from a okay. like I, I come from a culture where it's basically get married, have kids. So like I get where Sunny is coming from. I have personally have that perspective. I want to get married, I want to have kids, but in that moment, without that perspective that you just added, Dylan, he kind of came across like judging. He was uh, looking his nose. He, he it yeah. came across as like he was judging Alex's lifestyle, but I wish, I really wish they added more, more that. Like and, if he, and honestly, because that was the delivery of it. Yeah, had I think that's less condescending and more loving. I might, might have took it a different way or saw it the way Dylan saw it. Yeah. Well, but the delivery was trash yeah and also if he had said something like you don't understand like marriage is sacred to me because i had to fight so hard to get it and to see you just like throwing all of these women away like they mean nothing when i had to fight to get what i want pisses me off like if he had said that i would a hundred percent like the whole scene would have been different yeah it's the tone of it that it just like they needed to add more so this I'm, like, must, I'm not this, saying this like, like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, like I'm not, you know, like I said, he he it, he was definitely annoying. It's just for me, it hits differently because it's like I I live in Texas, mm, so yeah. like if I, I live in Texas and I live in the U.S. and our politics are heading in a certain direction, where every right that I have is not necessarily guaranteed anymore, you know, and the little bit that we fought for that we that you know people thought that they had is you we're in a place where you could wake up tomorrow and you don't have that anymore so 
whereas y'all can go out tomorrow, meet a perfect stranger and get married. And no one's ever going to be able to tell you that marriage you have. Yeah. That's not a thing anymore. I don't have that luxury. Yeah. It's it's an excellent point. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I wish, I really wish they would work that in. Aside from Sonny being a little annoying, but I do understand the perspective. My only issue really is the speed at which this is happening. Yeah, there. Yeah. Alex ain't even been on screen for a month. <laughs> like it hasn't. He ain't been even been month. on screen for a week. He's been exactly. on screen for <laughs> yeah. Another reason it hit me wrong. He only been home a week. He's sowing his oats. He's exploring the town. Like it's not it's, exploring the town. It's, it's, <laughs> like you know, if you this, have to see it, all the scenic destinations. <laughs> like if he, this has he's been like related to most of the town, so he's got to be careful. Like, yeah, if this had been like three months of Alex just running through women and Sunny getting caught in awkward situations I because of it. <laughs> but it is. Yeah, it, it feels like they're speeding it up to get us somewhere. Yeah, now like. I don't like that part, but I, yeah. I, oh, well, honestly, if I completely like understand the it up, so when he crashes into Stephanie, all the shit that Sonny said is coming into perspective now. Ooh. Yeah, but it also feels like the thing with Stephanie is going to be very one-sided because I don't think Stephanie's going to pay that man dust. Because that's her fucking cousin. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't care how much they try to erase, I, like pseudo erase the fact that Adrian raised all of Justin's bastards. He but... had one, <laughs> and yeah, no, Victor, Victor, and and Victor and Joe are not bastards because they adopted them after they oh, were married. Well, well, his one bastard, <laughs> Adrian raised the break baby, right. We not finna sit here and act like Abigail ain't Alice's cousin. We not finna sit here and play like Stephanie is not Alice's cousin. Adrian may be gone, but what you told me is not. You're not gonna play in my face. But Stephanie also has a history of dating her relatives, so yeah. As I mean, she fucked her own so yeah, it, Uncle Max. Yeah, yeah he her his other niece and, if, and is married to her. So, so yeah, if this were any other character, well, to be I would... fair, to be fair, to be fair, <laughs> Uncle, Uncle, no, Uncle, Uncle Max, Max. Was and was never mentioned. I wonder. I'm not gonna say that. Yeah, but with Stephanie, there is actual footage of a young Max when he was like. Eight oh, or nine. So freakish. Okay. When, when <laughs> Stephanie, like, either, there was one scene right before he was born, right before she was born, where he was excited about being an uncle. And then there are actual scenes together of them with him holding baby Stephanie. So it's weird. But again, well, is she, it's. If she want to put the family jewels in her pocketbook, be my guest. But don't play in my face either. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah, Jonathan like, and Tammy. I'm only. Like and only... have somebody on the outside, like Rome. I can hear Roman saying this shit. Well, as many times as the Bradys and the Hordens procreated, we it was bound to happen. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I hate say it. I wouldn't like. I don't because I didn't gr- grow up knowing they were cut semi step cousins. So like, I don't. It's not bothering me as much. I just I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't mind if it bothered the family. Like. 
Sonny being like, that's our cousin. And Alex being like, she ain't my cousin. So, like, it's just, <laughs> she your cousin. She's not mine. We didn't and to be fair, and, and honestly, just... I know we just dragged Sonny. I know we just dragged Sonny. But if Sonny decided to punch him in his fucking face for that, he has every right. Yeah, like if... now you're making it weird for me. <laughs> no, yeah. no, it's not even that. You just spit all over my mama's name and she was raising you. Yeah. Like if if they played it that way where Alex didn't regard Stephanie as his cousin, I wouldn't hate it. But telling me they did he just met her for the first time, that's weird. Because yeah, I refuse that I refuse to believe like, Kayla didn't have a relationship with those boys. They was gonna do this when they had Victor bringing up the fact that you know Adrian was Alice's mother. Well, no, Victor tried to differentiate the case. And Alice was like, well, Adrian, I saw Adrian as my mother. No, she was your mother. Because you didn't know nothing about Morgan Fairchild before this. The way that Ron has not been Morgan reacting to the cousin mentions on Twitter tells me they are not going to play it that way. <sighs> uh, and maybe that's a it's choice. A, I'm sorry. But maybe a it's a me thing, but like I get a little irritated when people put so much emphasis on blood biology. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That pisses me off because love doesn't, blood has nothing to do with love. If I raise you as my child, you are my child. Exactly. Yeah. Because, like, when Brady said that Rachel was, that, you know, Marlena was grandma, Marlena is grandma. That made let's me so happy. Do, let's not do this. What we not gonna do is that's grandma. Period. Like Marlena ain't raised Brady since diapers. Don't Literally. play with me. No, it's like on General Hospital. Yes, Maxie is Max's daughter. Argue with the wall. Okay, like that. Raised her even when he wasn't even with her mama. Like yeah. Like, it, it takes more than blood to be family. And I get that there's no, like, biological tie between Alex and Stephanie. But, like, don't discount Adrian like that. It's not cool. Don't do and, that. And they only doing it because she dead yet. And, like, my, if you're going to do it, make it an issue. Yeah. Make it part of the story. Like, it actually, like, it would be really cool if they did. But just based on Ron's Twitter reaction, I don't see them doing that. Alex being a complete man whore and lusting after his step cousin would make sense. <laughs> like, I'm just being honest. They're they're a year apart in age. He always oh I always had a crush on her, but now you're gonna play it like they never met. And they well, don't actually have- them not meeting actually does kind of make a little bit of sense because Kayla took that child and ran to California and was not seen again for 16 years. And Justin and Adrian raised those kids all around the world. So Arizona them not- is right next to California. <laughs> no, but before Literally they, right they, there. they settled my- in Arizona years later, but when the boys were little, they were living in like all over different years countries. Later, that- yeah, you guys did Years later does not mean that Arizona was never next to California. My thing is, no matter where they were, I just don't believe that Kayla never interacted with them. Right. It makes no sense. And like, if we're going to keep it... that's what you want to play, then play it. And It can be... Make it a thing. Like you said, like Nick said, make it a thing. Because I'm sorry. I know y'all are not a fan of him around these parts. But the Steve that I know would be knocking all they should open. Thank you. Well, I, yeah, I, bet- between the whole cousin thing, not to mention the Kiriakis thing, like Steve should have a stroke about this relationship on multiple different fronts. Right? I mean, 
if you're gonna go there, go, go there. there. Don't yeah, because he he has don't change the circumstances to fit your agenda now. Play into what's in, there. Steve ha, is intimately familiar with how the Kyriakuses work because he's worked for them. So he how be, we met him. Exactly. Yes. So he should be very, very nervous that his baby girl is Ian and Kyriakis, if that's indeed where this goes. Granted, her other option is also a Demera. So and like, honestly, <laughs> Kayla should feel the way too. Like Steve fit to have a stroke no matter how you look at it. Cause because both honestly, her- the female Brady, the dog, the Brady dog, they don't have nothing for the Kyriakis. Nothing. nothing. Yeah. The best thing that came out of that family for them was Bo. And honestly, they could have been cool, but had the shit that played in the eighties not happened, they could have yeah. been cool. But no, nah, no. So I, I, I don't know. This is stupid. I don't like it. Just throw her with Chad. Chad ain't fucking nobody. <laughs> but uh, I think I think they are eventually going to throw her with Chad because and take this for what you will. Abigail and Rob are not following each other on social media. Abigail and Billy are. So I think Stephanie and Chad are going to be the end game. Just because Alex is fucking nobody but Arn right now. Oh my God. (laughs) Michael. (laughs) What? Just because Alex has eyes for Stephanie does not mean that Stephanie is returning those looks. Like I would holler if she'd be like, dude, you're my cousin. Get away from me. Like, (laughs) (laughs) unless she bumps into him. Cousin Alex. Like, he'd be like, you ain't no kin of mine. If he's gonna be a whore, lusting after his step cousin, fine, do that. Don't downplay it now. So it's gonna be interesting to see where this all winds up. But moving on to our next headline. Damn, I thought it was the last one. No, we still got two more, <laughs> but this one will be quick. EJ and Ava play cat and mouse over her Demera shares with Johnny trying to mediate. Now, mm. I know Ava is pulling the fraud i understand that but ej ain't shit has she been in the house for a week no she ain't even been in the house for 48 hours like damn like you already been an asshole you already trying to get her chairs like <laughs> she's in. this is literally like, her Jay second is day barely in the cold jesus okay. christ <laughs> and johnny said that at the at the dinner they had and johnny he wasn't was like wrong. he wasn't wrong and ava has chemistry okay, with both ej, EJ said- and johnny they EJ do. said yep. he's still gonna be dead next week. So what? I mean, right? Listen, nobody cares about Jason's for. wife. Why next should they month. care in death? <laughs> I need these shares, Heffa. That's what he said. Right? <laughs> yeah. Nobody cared about Jake in life. Why should he matter in death? And Basically. and we, and EJ damn sure didn't. Let's be very clear. He called him the grease monkey in chief. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> So it was EJ's an asshole, but he's being himself. EJ said that man was bringing down the property value. <laughs> but it's very, it's very obvious though that if Ava ever said drop the draws, EJ's gonna drop the draws. He was oh, for sure. Of, he was. Ava's gonna be fucking one of the Demara boys. I just don't know which one. She may end up fucking both. Gone. Like the sea oh, That's what I, I wanted. Both. I wanted so bad. <laughs> if, if we're gonna do this. Because I don't like the Johnny and Ava thing going on. Because again, I discussed this last week. But anyways, if we're going to be doing this, I would like to see Thomas the Tank Engine. No, that's that's crap. God, no. (laughs) Oh hell, shit. No one run. We might get it. We're going on Peacock. (laughs) I don't even want to know what that's in reference to. Because I know it's not the children's cartoon. Choo choo. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Christ, that a cracker. 
Johnny, Johnny and Ava are hot. I could tolerate I like EJ somebody, and Ava. Hold on. I'm sorry. I feel like somebody poor mama from the ass. They trying to promise the tank engine is. I'm so sorry <laughs> to all the teenagers <laughs> out there in the world that you finna have to explain to your mama what a train is. But, um, yeah. Write that down, Tony. That's going in the jar. <laughs> Will do. Jesus. Mary and Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I don't even know. Like, no, there's nobody said no, but I mean, <laughs> I said no, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> I don't want it now. I'm very tempted to name this episode Thomas the Tank Engine <laughs> just for the hell of it. We got a lot of title Ooh, possibilities. Let me Google this. Oh no, somebody save Arya. <laughs> Oh, no, no, please, are we about please. to have our black tail moment? Oh, God. Oh, smell like pussy in here. Hero that you watching the sheets. Oh, my God. Okay. But it's, I have to say, I like how Johnny is able to challenge EJ and put EJ in his place. And EJ can't really say shit because everything Johnny said is true. All he can do is raise his voice like a dad. That's all he can do <laughs> because Johnny be making points. Valid points. And it's like, <laughs> damn it, I want to yell at you, but I can't because you're right. And it's it's like, I kind of and love it. And then because... that will make me even more wrong. So, <laughs> so I'm going to make an issue out of something else. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's actually a lot. Because we haven't had a whole lot of EJ and Johnny because of the possession of it all. Like a lot of their interactions were colored because he was possessed at the time. We have not had very many just Johnny and EJ scenes at all. I need more because it works. Like, like, I, I enjoyed the kind of what the train was. Oh my god! Oh, my. I found something else, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't my, think what I found is the same thing. So you're gonna have to explain what that is off air, and then yeah. once you've, <laughs> once you've explained what it is, then I will just then we should decide if that's going to be the episode title. <sighs> but um, and then EJ kind of looking at Johnny and Ava, like, what is going on here? Like, I'm kind of really curious to see Nick where this goes. That I give credit when credit was due. Nick called it. What? That that was exactly what EJ was going to do. Mm-hmm. It, it was was it last week? Was last week the propaganda episode? Yes, yeah, it was. Not putting that little boy on, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but it was last week, and you was like, "I would like to see EJ see them in an embrace and be like, what the fuck is going on?'" <laughs> and then I think Monday he straight up. I think Monday or Tuesday of this coming week he's going to straight up question Ava. Be like, "What are you doing with my son? You fucking my son." I hope. I hope we get that. EJ should start fucking Ava just so she won't and fuck I, Johnny. I want Ava. That is the kind of messy thing that he absolutely he would. would. Do. You know, he I want would. Ava's answer to be not yet, but I will be. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> But like, let EJ be like, okay, I'm gonna do it, so Johnny won't do it, and then Johnny and Ava just do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like that would actually be really fun because I did not expect chemistry with Ava and Johnny at all. I'm telling you, those boys be having a crush on Tamara Braun. It's it's happened multiple times. You're not wrong because like, <laughs> I would just like to point out, you know who ain't involved in all this chaos, mess, and mess and mayhem. Tony DeMera. Tony <laughs> he's, he's over there trying. Minding his, minding his business. He's not quite minding his business. He's trying to get 
Kristen to move back into the house, which why? Like, sir, you are an Because if they're of- all in one spot, they cannot disturb my peace. <laughs> yeah, he, he can literally deposit them all in the house and then bounce. Because <laughs> it's just, I'm, yeah, you're not wrong, though. Tony's very much like, y'all are crazy. I want no part of this. But if you're going to be crazy, can we all be crazy together? <laughs> Tony, Tony is very much like the the family needs to stay together. Not me though. I don't need to stay here. But the family, very y'all. much me. <laughs> <laughs> they call me to settle the beef, and then I dip. Oh my god! But do we have any? Since we've sort of segued off the topic here, do we have anything else to add before we move into our final headline? True, true. You are terrible. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) On to our last thing with Leo in custody. Jada and Sean are on the hunt for evidence to prove he's guilty. With Chad's help, Jada finds proof that Leo was, in fact, in the tunnels. Leo, against the advice of his lawyer Sloan, sings like a canary pointing the finger at Gwen. Speaking of tunnels, I would like to see Sean dig one in Jada. Jesus! <laughs> uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'll want it too. Because Jada's too. fine and I'll enjoy her. And she's she got presence. She got charisma. I like and her. And I know it sounds like paint going up against the wall. Oh, Here you go. My goodness. I know it does. I know it. <laughs> I, my discernment. <laughs> okay. Well, I am going to move us back onto the actual track of the episode here because I don't know where the fuck we're going. This but we're is going... just a train centered episode, huh? <laughs> Basically, yes. But anyway, um, is anybody else tired of the double entendres with Leo? Or yes. Do yes. Even, yeah. Do we even call it, them double entendres now? Because I feel like let, there was ten in one and scene. Let me tell you why. The first few, you know, I love a good double entendre. Y'all know. I'm the freakiest podcast host, you know. <laughs> but there's a trope that isn't talked about much, and it's the hypersexual gay man. And this is what they're doing now. It was cool to make him a flirt, but n- now they're crossing territory. The man was getting ready to be thrown in the hoose cow for the rest of his life. <laughs> and he's trying to get Rafe to rip it out. Like, <laughs> and of all people, Rafe, but that's. Okay, no, we ain't gonna sit here and act like Rafe don't do nothing for the girls and the gays. <laughs> he don't do nothing who- story-wise, police-wise, husband-wise. <laughs> <laughs> but based on who Leo has gone after in the past, Rafe just never seemed like a Yeah, I'm not gonna play like Rafe ain't been making the coochies hot since <laughs> passions. <laughs> But yeah. Thanks for the visual. <laughs> but, but, but like the point, back Michael. of a PlayStation 5 child. But to your to your point, Michael, like the half cock joke was hilarious. Everything after that was cringe. Was that necessary? They always overdo it. Yeah, they like keep one doing or two would have been fine, but you drifted after the third one. He did like six double entendres back to back. He ain't May West. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's like my only issue with it. Like, less is more. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And it makes me terrified for what Leah will be saying under Peacock Days. Because if we're. Well, yeah, this- that scares They're going to have some singing. Full of skin, <laughs> yeah. But I will but- say, though, just to kind of expand on Michael's point a little bit, I think the reason why it doesn't bother me as much with Leah 
is because with days specifically, and this is where representation comes in. Leo is not usually what happens with queer characters. You have one, you maybe have two, and that's it. With days specifically, you've had he's Leo, you have Leo, you have Sunny, you have Will when he's around. Then you went over there on Beyond Peacock, and we had Paul and Beyond we had Peacock. Beyond Peacock. <laughs> <laughs> My brain is not engaged today. But no, like um beyond um, um, beyond. <laughs> that, that was like no. Yo, but, like, on, out. I get it. Yeah. You but, I get I get what you're saying. We have a variety, they've presented yeah. a variety of different kinds of gay characters. Exactly. Us. And so when you have when you have when when it's not a situation where it's the Highlander syndrome and there can be only one, when you have more than one, you have more room to present different types of characters and it's a trope but it's also like if you're in community with queer people yeah yeah Yeah. you know one (laughs) you know a leo so it's like it would be it would hit weird for me if he were the only, only type of yeah. representation that they were getting but he's not so for me for me it's okay because because i mean that's when you get like permission to be a little messy with characters because if alex can be a whore then so leo, can leo yeah. yeah i love your perspective Dylan. i just i just want to say that because I mean, like yeah. this episode your perspectives have been i mean your perspectives always hit but this episode specifically your perspectives have been on point and i just love it i just don't want them to make that his one character trait yeah they do yeah. need to like balance they need to expand yeah balance it because out. It's, it's sliding into that stereotype of the hypersexual gay because that's all he had you know what i mean and it is clear that it's a defense mechanism because there were moments where you could see how like actually scared he was and it's also i think the i think the volume of of it in that particular scene was a lot in the context of that scene because i don't know a lot of people who are about to get arrested making those kind of jokes yeah and i think too like also just to you know kind of say what michael was saying too the thing is if you're familiar with his work you know how good greg is Mm -hmm. yeah that's what's really getting me so he can do complex nuanced layered characters give let the man do what we know that he can do so it's like yeah i enjoy leo i think he's fun i i i I like him you know i am a leo stark apologist i own that like i like him but i also know that greg is capable of a lot more than just being comic relief and i hope that they start to give him material that i don't want to say worthy because that sounds i i just hope that they give him material that shows respects his range the, yeah shows his, his range. range yeah because he does have it like i wasn't even a big fan of kevin O'Liner, but he could act his ass off and do multiple things at once so make leo that complex 
You have an actor that can do it. Can, can we talk about Jada's reaction to the tunnels and all things that happen <laughs> in the tunnels? Like, my, my new favorite thing is when the new people of Salem are reacting to all of the events in Salem that we just take as normal fodder for this town. <laughs> Open that damn bookcase. You're like, are you serious? <laughs> Look on her face. She's like, I don't want to do this. But to be fair, to be fair, I've been side-eyed that bookcase for a minute now. <laughs> but mainly because they used to have to go all the way out the living room past the stairs to get down to the secret room that shouldn't be called the secret room anymore because everybody, right, everybody knows yeah. there the yeah the room in the Demera house <laughs> but basically about 10 years ago that changed that passageway though it looks different now with the remodel but that passageway has been there at least 10 years and for 10 years i've been side-eyeing it because i ain't seen no contractors <laughs> like they literally dug a tunnel through the foundation of the house and I'm supposed to go through with it well the tunnels in Salem have actually existed for years I think he yeah, just yeah but it never ran up through the middle up to a bookcase <laughs> they've done a lot <laughs> which bookcase and we just and rock with it it is what it is at this it, point it's a nice it little like... shout out though that like the wine like the wine cellar in the room now what used to be the door to the original secret room is now just in there as a regular wine cellar and i think that's a cool little nod to history there did you notice that michael i did but i was still stuck on how the tunnel (laughs) went through the middle of the house but (laughs) but i just like my new favorite thing is like whenever the new residents of salem come to town and they're just reacting as normal people would react like the shit is not normal are y'all okay? <laughs> right. And then the minute that there was actual proof that Leah was in that house, he flipped on his friend Gwen so fast. Got to. Right. I, 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 snitches may get stitches, but they don't get prison terms. So <laughs> Sing like a beautiful canary, Leo. And it'd be Th- different if it was like a little baby crying. But this right? moment... This is premeditated murder. They will throw your ass in there and throw away the key. And I just... I don't like bologna sandwiches. I can't do it. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I just... Okay, while while we're here, I didn't... Like, if it was a misdemeanor, I'd be yelling, you snitch, bitch. But nah. (laughs) While we're here, I didn't add this to this section, but we might as well throw it in here. Fuck Gwen. Fuck Gwen. Fuck Gwen. I thought that was a given at this point. <laughs> well, no, it's, yeah. essentially, it's especially a given, but like Jack comes to your hotel room. Yo, fuck to him spe- too. Well, yeah, fuck him too for how he's reacting. They got my boy in clown shoes and I am not amused. Uh, uh, okay, okay, man. hold on. It's hold a on. day that ends okay. in Y. I'm just, gonna say, I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna say it. You put on your clown shoes when you look stupid every once in a while. Jack been stupid for 30 years. He put on his shoes. No, the shoes. He put on his shoes. <laughs> this is different. This is different. He, he, he walked it. This no, is no why... just because it's a different shade of stupid and clownery doesn't mean it's never constant clownery with him. He yes, put on but his shoes. Dylan has actually seen the history that you haven't yet. So I I, I saw th- him walk out on Jennifer. Yeah, but this this is this is out of character even because even when he did that all those years ago. 
you understood why he did that. This makes no sense. Just because it's a different clown don't mean this it's is the same. why I wish someone was around calling on his bullshit. Like not just Chad, but like JJ, for instance. He called him out, and I honestly, wish- Adrian was great at that. I wish Adrian was here to do yeah, that. Yeah, but she's dead. So <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I wish they let JJ stand firm in his opinion. He should have been like, no. I'm gonna well, his opinion out. of Gwen didn't change. It was him. The only thing he apologized for was no. exploding on Jack in that moment. His opinion of Gwen did not change. Oh, I I'm not just with Gwen, like with Jack. Like, I liked his energy of calling Jack out, and they should not have backtracked. And I wish he was around to call him out because Jennifer is not doing that. So. Jennifer just trying to keep this man in the house. He done walked out twice. <laughs> like, he, he's very much wearing clown shoes, and I wish he would stop. And it is, it especially looks bad because we know she's about to get, or you know, she was about to get arrested. So watching all of this and then watching him defend Gwen to Chad, I was like, oh god, he didn't arrest her the- yet. He just took her down to the station. No, but it's he- it's. It's he didn't Mirandize. Yeah. It's by the time we circle back around to Monday, he might. Who knows? He might have been. It just happened off screen. No, nah, I need to see that because I don't need no technicalities. I'm just happy to know that we're finally going to know what Gwen's part in this is and whether or not she actually did do it because it's looking like she did. But it's Ron, so I'm also expecting... which means she didn't. <laughs> so I'm and, also yeah, expecting I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like she did it. But Abigail ain't dead yet. I'm not invested because I don't think any of the suspects that they were presented are the culprit. So just wanted to be over. Honestly, truly, if it's not Gwen, I'm going to be very much, I'm going to turn the shit off of you. Because at this point, you're just playing. You're you're playing games. I heard the the Mariah Carey quote. (laughs) Nick, they are playing the game. (laughs) And I am not having the game. So I'm going to turn this shit off. It's like at this. Uh, and I hate feeling like this because it's Abigail. It's not a throwaway character. I should exactly. be. Who she be invested in? Who you also her? know yeah. in six months to a year, she's probably going to be back with a new face. So what's the point? That and you're going to whoever her quote unquote quiller was. If it's not Gwen, it's a throwaway character. And at that point, you just bastardized that whole murder. You wasted all of our time. With Charlie, you could get away with it. Because who the fuck is Charlie? The only Charlie I know <laughs> I is Charlie I have a really Nyland. bad feeling, and I hope I'm wrong. The only Charlie I know is Charlie Nyland. And he's been <laughs> dead for 30 years. <laughs> I will say, I have a really bad feeling, and I hope I'm wrong. But with these rumors that have been circulating that Tamara Braun may be out, what if we're pivoting to Ava killed Abigail? For why? Right. Didn't I say it a while ago? Not that today. Piss me off. But yeah. That would that, again, I would turn this shit off for a few months. I'm not even gonna hold you. Because again, why you, bastardi- you bastardized Abigail's murder and you wasted my time. So I don't know. I I, I hope I'm wrong. Who aside hope- from that fans of Gwen account is really Really hoping that Gwen didn't kill Abigail. Who? Please send me some names and addresses. Honestly, Emily, so she can stay employed, but that's it. I know this might sound hurtful as hell, but that has nothing to do with me. (laughs) 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 You better hop on this unemployment fraud like the rest of us out here. Not (laughs) unemployment. 
right. Well, we are going to let that be the end of this particular segment. Michael has the last word on that one. So we are going to venture on over into in other news. We have Alex's plans at Titan are not going well when Sonny refuses to take the deal. Steve is worried about Orpheus. Stephanie comes home. Paulina advises Roman to forgive Kate. Kate decides to plead guilty after Lucas does the same thing. And Johnny apologizes to Gabby for everything that happened while he was possessed. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Let me go. Let me go. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead, okay, Michael. So I'm going to talk about Steve being worried about Orpheus. Now, y'all know I don't like Patch of the Pirate. <laughs> but when he pulled out that 38, I said, I know that's right. We we got to stop his ass now in my Maxine Waters voice. <laughs> um, that is not what I thought your pick was going to be. When, Me neither. When he, pull, when he pulled that gun on Stephanie, he started saying poetry. And he said, my nigga, I am not the cat in the hat. I stay toting that gap. I'm not from the South, but give me some mouth and I can make this whole go tat-a-tat-tat. And I know that's right. I was very amused by that. There, if we had more people pulling out their gats, their guns, their fire, their totes, they just start shooting the shit out of people, we wouldn't be here in the first place. Yeah, Half of these little Demera bastards wouldn't be born. Hey, Chad. <laughs> I mean, I... I said, was it last week when I when he yeah. when when he was talking to John and he was like, "We gotta kill this dude." <laughs> He's not wrong, and he gonna he, be he ain't wrong. And considering and, and, Orpheus, if the, and like if y'all read the spoiler that I read, I would just like to point out if they'd killed him when he said they needed to kill him, <laughs> this wouldn't their wives would be fine right be, now. We wouldn't be in this situation. Sometimes it's crazy that Marlene. Sometimes people just need to die. Yeah. Okay. What's I, crazy to me is Marlena and Kayla both getting kidnapped a month after they just got kidnapped by their own <laughs> husbands. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I wonder if we're I wonder if we're gonna be caught up production wise by the time we get there. And if they'll actually mention like if the first mention of Beyond Salem 2 is Kayla or Marlena saying to the other, aren't you tired of this? We just got back from the kidnapping and now here we are again. Listen, speaking of, I, I brought her up earlier. I'm just saying if you had your Steffi Forrester switchblade on you at all times. <laughs> maybe we and wouldn't is old now. Marlena I, you can know, take him. Marlena can take him. Jump him. <laughs> Uh, she gotta do is take that kitten heel off and go to damn work. Unless, unless he gets Kayla first and she goes with him willingly to keep Kayla safe, because that is something Marlena would do. Yeah, y'all don't turn around and jump him. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Kayla just doesn't seem confident to finish things. She she can't tell if people dead. <laughs> she be giving birth at people feet. That, that was you Sarah, sir. <laughs> that was Sarah. Did not put that on Kayla. <laughs> <laughs> she delivered Lonnie's She said that Lonnie's CPR on aid for a whole episode. The aid came back on his own. But she did. That came back on his own. She did pull pull out the chip out of Steve's ass. So, <laughs> Lord, yeah. which was supposed to be in the back of his neck. Exactly. So. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan, what's your another news pick? 
Um, mine and other news pick kind of goes along with Michael's. It was Stephanie coming home. I liked these scenes. I was completely. Because you don't want to like her? <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> Stephanie, I know. Yeah, I, I may be showing my youthful age on this one, but the Stephanie that I know was hunching on her uncle and driving Hot Wheels. Not Hot so, Wheels. So it, I never signed for Stephanie, just like I never signed for Chad, and now I'm seeing it, and I don't like that. <laughs> Is it propaganda? No, no. It ain't propaganda. Because <laughs> this was a choice for me. This was a choice. I have no choice in not seeing that little boy. <laughs> But yeah, I and I'm glad that we're getting to see like Abigail because we didn't get to see much of her in Beyond Salem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we saw her for 30 minutes. I'm gonna call it Beyond Peacock by the way now. <laughs> yeah, again, but that that was intentional because of what yeah. Ron had written. But yeah, I was glad to get to see more of her. And you're right, Dylan. She fits in perfectly. I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just curious to see where they take her and what they do with her and I feel like so far she like like Tony said she really does fit in and I just I liked those like hey announce yourself next time that's all I (laughs) (laughs) and I loved and I loved that they kind of ran back Sammy's entrance because like except for the fact that it was inside and not outside and she said papa instead of daddy it was basically the exact same entrance that Sammy had in 93 and I loved that like a little shout out there that was cool listen the OGs are not playing with y'all announce yourselves okay (laughs) like announce yourselves we ring cam for what (laughs) I don't need the ring cam when I got the nine millimeter Thank you. <laughs> I know that's right. That that's my energy. Nick, what about you? What's your in other news pick? Um, Johnny apologizing to Gabby. It reminded oh, me. Oh, I, I wanted him to fuck <laughs> on that bench. Like, <laughs> that right part, like yeah. it yeah. reminded me that I used to ship them. Yeah. Johnny having chemistry with all these older women is weird, but Tim Boatman literally has chemistry with everyone, and it. I, if Gabby and Johnny just wanted to have a little fun, I wouldn't mind it. If I Ava like and Johnny, serious. <laughs> I don't know. If Ava and Johnny wanted to have a little fun, I wouldn't mind it. Just do something. I, she finally got her rich man. She had to ride the cradle to get it. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice because I'm like, why is he apologizing? I'm like, oh yeah, that. But because um, <laughs> yeah, Gab- Gabby reacted to the same reacted the same way. But um. I like the fact that he feels bad. I like the fact that he's trying to make amends. Um, the best way he can, because, I mean, really, how do you amend for the devil yeah. possessing you? Um, I I really enjoy these things. I didn't expect to. And it, it's nice to know that the possession has not been forgotten. Yeah. Because at I this mean, we point, can't. He literally hopped in everyone's body. <laughs> true. But, like, at this point, after the original possession, once, like, two weeks after Marlena was herself again, they stopped actually mentioning that she was ever possessed. They'll do it here and there, but not much. And even still, it was only one person. He literally jumped through an entire branch of Marlena's family tree. Yeah, so I, I love that they're mentioning it. And, and my favorite was Johnny was like, he, he tried to, he, he couldn't say it, so Gabby said it for him. And he's like, you know, no matter how many times I say it, it still sounds weird. <laughs> Yeah, I like All that. right. 
Aria, what about you? What's your another news pick? Um, Kate decides to plead guilty after Lucas does. Oh, <laughs> that's the one I thought Michael was going to pick. Yeah, I thought he was going to pick that too. Or I just want to make a disclaimer that just because Kate is taking accountability does not mean I will be. I will not. I I do like that she did though. Because, Me too. Like, mm, and that's cute for her, but it won't be mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it shows her growth. I would say. And like she skated so many times, and I'm glad she's doing it. And I, I really liked how the scenes played because I don't think Ro- Roman saw that coming. The and look on his face tells me, yeah. yeah, you're right. And I liked it. And I also like <laughs> Polina is not subtle at all. <laughs> she was listening in the background. She was like, okay, what's happening? She's like, if you think I'm leaving now, you're wrong. Yeah, but all around great scenes. I, I did like her taking accountability. Free Kate till it's bathless. I'm gonna have to go down to Selma and march for my girl. But I don't actually think that Kate's gonna go to jail. So I don't know if if Roman convinces her not to do it or if she negotiates a deal not to actually go to prison. But I don't actually think she goes to jail. Just give a probation, Lord, please. I I can't see my girl in jail and shackles. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we're gonna see it because basically. She was filmed. She was on set in June, and she was wearing one of her normal Kate suits. She was not in prison denim. So if she does go to jail, when they send the elders to jail, they old. Just put them on house arrest. But my in other news pick, I guess, will be uh, Alex's plans for Titan are not going well when Sunny refuses to take the deal. I don't 100% know if Alex is on the up and up with his plan of if his motives are, in fact, he's trying to help Sonny or if he's trying to screw Sonny over. But Sonny's not falling for it. I think it started out as a good deed, but now he's going to have to do some girly dealing to hide the fact that he stole that company from under Sonny's nose. Sonny still doesn't know that he owns it. Nope. So now he's going to have to do some dirty dealing on his Victor Newman shit. I'm excited for this story, which is weird because y'all know I've been trying to... Well, not Titan. I've been trying to fund the mayor, so never mind. <laughs> but no, I get it. But I like think we... this one works though because it's less of a business story and more of a family drama. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's using the, the company as a plot device to help further family dynamics and to kind of enrich the family dynamics. Whereas before Titan was the main focus of the story and we just didn't give a fuck. But this works and i'm really curious to see if alex is the good guy he's claiming he is or if he's got a little bit of the kiriakis in him because we saw when sunny told him what happened with leo we saw that flip he had a moment where he's like nobody does this to my little brother where is that weasel i'm gonna get him and that gave me a a hint of like okay he can definitely pull off the kiriakis kiriakis dark side are we gonna see more of that so I'm definitely intrigued on where we're going to go with Alex more so than I thought I would be, to be honest. I wasn't expecting it to be this interesting this quickly, but that is our in other news. Moving on to our segments. Michael, do you have a read for us this week? Um, No read, but I do want to say this. Free Kate until it's backwards. I'm yelling it until Kate is free. <laughs> Kate, ain't, Kate ain't even gone to jail yet. You're still saying free her. Oh my gosh. And okay. <laughs> well, since you don't the have charges, a- I drop free Kate. 
All right. Well, since you don't have a read, why don't you start off our praise or shade? Um, well, I have two shades. <laughs> um, my first shade is that I didn't get the threesome that I wanted. I'm sorry, and I'm going to still be mad about that. <laughs> um, I wanted to see some Monday Night Raw, some tater- tables, ladders, and penetration. I'm sorry. <laughs> I um, my second shade would have to go to... Well, see, I might have to take it back now because Dylan put it in perspective. Darn you, Dylan, <laughs> for bringing logic. Um... <laughs> Well, that was just like my take on it. I'm not saying that was, you know, that that's just how it hit me. It was good, really good perspective. Um, my other shade, Don, I'm had to pick it from the sky. Um, nothing else pissed me off. Damn. I mean, shouldn't that be a good thing? No. (laughs) (laughs) No. No. (laughs) I mean, oh, oh, I remember now. Oh, thank you, Lord. Okay, my other shade. It's the fact that they're trying to erase, you know, the fact that Adrian was playing Gabrielle Union to Justin's baby. Um, Gabrielle Union, Jesus. She she was. Every time we make a Gabby reference, it's about the break, baby. I'm sorry, Gabby. We really do love you. (laughs) No, we made some being Mary Jane references. But but I'll drop a kind of spot in line next week. We'll even it out. But yeah, I don't like that. Again, blood doesn't make you family. Love makes you family. And I get what you're trying to do. You're trying not to make it creepy and weird with Stephanie and Alice. But I'm here to tell you, it's already there, my nigga. It's there. <laughs> it's weird. She, He want to fuck his cousin. Call it what it is. As many times as the Hordens and Bradys and Johnsons and Hernandezes and all them other folks and procreated, this was bound to fucking happen because you won't bring any new fucking families on. So, hey. Well, hopefully they are with Jada. Like, Jada could be the start of bringing on some new people. We got Jada but, and we got but, Sloan. But at the same time, Jada isn't the prize breeding bitch either. Like... <laughs> Not the bre- Sir. Yeah, I'm, I'm calling it what it is. You can't make one new character in this bed where everybody got to fucking procreate because you have nobody else. <laughs> Where's the logic in that? This ain't no damn puppy meal. This is days of our lives. Oh my God. <laughs> Dylan, do you have a phrase or a shade? Y'all laughing, but I'm not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> You're not. Um, Y'all put that one lady on the show, and now everybody got to suck from her titty. Please. Tell me. Jesus. Everybody got to get fed off of her. <laughs> she is not Clarabelle Count, Tony. <laughs> oh, my goodness. God. <laughs> Dylan, save us. Um, I, my praise is actually um i've been liking the new characters that they're giving us lately i i like jada i like sloan i'm intrigued by alex i'm i i like new stephanie like this okay i'm i'm liking the direction that we're going in this is nice let's and i like even on beyond salem i liked andrew i liked wendy like this is uh, this is it a took nice a story. For Lou Joey, but hey. <laughs> oh 
don't know if I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I wanted to me though. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like this is a this is a nice direction. I I'm liking that we're introducing new characters or reintroducing characters, and I'm not I'm I'm not in my like Jocelyn era of Ho, why is you here? Like, no, I'm enjoying everybody that I'm seeing so far. And like, that's a new thing. Cause like I said, normally I'm, 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 I'm the Puerto Rican princess, but like, I'm liking this. So I am going to give them their props and I'm going to hope that we continue on this trajectory. Cause it's nice. And, like, they do need to mix it up with new characters. So, like, when y'all introduce new people, make them make sense. Don't have them coming in, like, on parachute. You know? Hey. You shouldn't have been drinking. General Hospital. <laughs> I should not have been drinking. <laughs> I, he's not wrong. I'm just saying, this is nice. So this has been nice. And I want him to marry Poppins' ass right on out. <laughs> this has been nice. Like, I like this. I, you know, I like to give credit where credit is due. And they've been doing a really good job. And I just, I, I like it. So thank y'all. Keep it up. All right, Nick, how about you? Are we praising or shading? Um, two praises. Uh, the first one is the messy family dynamic in the Demer house because Johnny, EJ, and Ava are entertaining the fuck out of me. Even with Thank Kristen <laughs> even, <laughs> even with Kristen playing Dr. Frankenstein with Stefan over there, I'm enjoying the aspect of her trying to be the architect of her family and just rebuild them. Um, the second uh, is this edible because it's whooping my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Good God. I'm hungry. All right. So, all right. How about you? What are you praising or shading? I am praising. Um, I may not be the biggest fan of this friendship, but I love that Kristen will always, um, like her loyalty to Lonnie, I can always vibe with it because I get it. And I loved that she defended what happened. And it, when Anna pointed out, like, this, your friend was the one who shot Stefan, and she was like, no, that is Vivian's fault. Stefan was a fool. And I... Yeah, she was basically soap Twitter in that moment. Yes. He I... was a dumbass. <laughs> he, said he was a fool for jumping into that, like, situation. And I, I, like I said, I'm not a fan of that friendship, but I fuck with this energy of her being so loyal to Lonnie. And I love it. So and see, the- that's what made the Brady and Kristen scenes fall flat for me. Because you're running after Brady when you're the love of your life in jail. <laughs> 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 Apparently, Michael decided to give me mess for my birthday. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, no, but I'm just glad that, like, I okay, know. No, you know what, though? Run that back because <laughs> I feel like points might be being made here. <laughs> Because if it's one thing Kristen Demira gonna do, it she gonna defend Lonnie. <laughs> True. Yeah. Because she was cracking her back like a glow stick. And you can't <laughs> tell me otherwise. No, but it is true that like whenever Lonnie because remember when Lonnie was wait was in custody, Kristen was like, trying to break her ass out. Yes. 
It was some gyration going on in that nunnery. And you can't tell me any otherwise. <laughs> Not nunnery! Okay. <laughs> no, but okay. Anyway, what's canon is their friendship, I guess. <laughs> so I... <laughs> I enjoyed it in the beginning, but like eight months after the friendship happened, I was like, nah, this is this isn't it. But I do like that Kristen defended her. She was like, nope, that was Stefan's fault. He was a fool. And I know a lot of people on soap Twitter has blamed Lonnie. Kept blaming Lonnie like just recently. You guys remember that tweet a while ago where people called that stabby fan out? I felt yes. like this is basically them just saying you guys are wrong this is what happened and it's i'm glad they did but yeah that is my praise i loved it it's a minor thing but hey go get your woman krista (laughs) sir that's eli's woman i would have been open to that kind of (laughs) angst for eli and i'm a fan so i'm a (laughs) fan All right, so that leaves me. Uh, I too am praising. So it is a praise fest this week. Um, I think I am going to kind of piggyback off of Dylan's and praise the new arrivals this week of Stephanie and Sloan. Um, I wasn't really expecting to enjoy Sloan as much as I did, me but either. I did. She, I thought she was like <laughs> going to be a one off or a, a day player. Like I, I would like one off. Jesus, Michael. Jesus, good Michael. Lord. Okay. And I told y'all I had my singles ready. Okay. Yes, I know, but is it the jar full? See, of see what now? happens Jesus. when he can't go to the pink on the weekend. <laughs> Lord, is this what it's gonna be like? If we... also, I'm very much sober for this podcast, so it's very much like a experience. <laughs> so, oh, so you'll actually be able to Not remember all of this. Flipping. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. With Sloan, I, I wasn't expecting one that like her entrance to be uh with Alex. I just expected her to come in wreck and shop at the Salem PD, which she did later. Um, did any did anybody get the vibe that <laughs> Sloan and Rafe know each other as more than just a professional like cop oh, lawyer thing? Bond. They definitely bond. Because there was well, they wanted there to. Was, <laughs> there was some energy in those scenes, and I have not paid attention to a potential Rafe pairing in the way the that I did. <laughs> well, that, but I was going to actually say since the one time I wasn't going to say a whore's age. <laughs> I was actually going to say since Sammy and Rafe were a thing. Oh, not like, even Jordan and Rafe? Nah, I didn't really see it for Jordan because she was she was oh, giving oh, I mic. saw it for Jordan when she went crazy but I did not see it for basic Jordan because it was giving mic. me it was Mm-mm. giving Sabrina on GH and I wasn't loving Sabrina at the time so it was like very much not working for me you I grew to compare that fine woman to Sabrina well her entrance on days and, and Sabrina's entrance on GH were very similar and I just did not enjoy it but I also want to praise um, Abigail Klein's entrance as Stephanie she came in she fit like a glove like I believe her as Stephen Kayla's child like it works she hit the ground running. I'm very curious to see where this goes. And they kind of had a five second scene with her and Chad on her first full day. I'm curious for that. The promo has me curious for what's what dynamic Stephanie and Alex are going to have. Like, I'm very interested to see exactly where all of this goes. And also the classic Stephen Kayla fan in me loved that their um, passcode is Emily and Gideon. 
Dylan, did you geek out when you heard that? That was such a cute little throwback. It was so cute. I love it. Then there it. was me lost in the group chat. Who the hell is that? <laughs> I didn't get the Mike, Michael was in the group chat like, nah, no, we not finna bring nobody else on. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's one of their more iconic stories. Was that an 88 or 89, Dylan? I can't remember. I can't remember. I, I want to say 89 because I know it was before 90. Yeah. Well, yeah, because 90 I associate with his death and Marina. Yeah. So that that is not a good year if you're a Stella fan, aside from Stephanie's kidnapping. Um, but yeah, like I love the little shout out. I love Abigail Klein as Stephanie. I'm really excited. And like Dylan said, like all of these new characters are breath of fresh air on the show. They took the vacancies that they were handed um, over the summer and they used them well because every character they have brought on except for Sloan, although I do wonder if Sloan is going to be connected to Chad because her last name is the same as his mother's maiden name. So I do wonder if that's going to be a thing down the line. Oh, um, hmm. I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't either. Um, but I would. Most- <laughs> well, that's because you have a Chad bias. So you're, you know, but I do, I like that Everything is kind this, of that air force to me. Lord have I do like that days took their vacancies and made them count and brought in characters that for the most part the fans recognize and the fans have a reason to care about. I appreciate that. So I say thank you. And on that note, I think I am going to end this crazy town episode. Before Any final book- thought? I'm hungry, y'all. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay my final that is your thought. own uh, fault. You decided to eat an edible while recording, sir. My final thought is change the name of that bar and make it bigger. I want them to I, I really want it nice and elegant. Well, not elegant, but very clubby. I want them to use the words of Maya Angelou. Lingerie reflecting off the mirrors off the bar. Baffle. <laughs> you, you will not stop until that woman shuts us down. <laughs> Notice I'm not even saying her name. <laughs> and on that note, Ari, do you have any last minute thoughts before I send us off? No, I'm good. All right. Well, I, we'll... I, I have one. Start shooting people. <laughs> <laughs> like 90% of our problems. She means fictional saw. people, y'all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do I? Do I? I mean, I mean hmm. hey, use your cool. discernment on that. Yeah, use your discernment. Oh my God. Okay. Well, that is it for another crazy edition of Soapfish Sale and Style. We will see y'all next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, Bye y'all.